I was talking about how in 2023, I wanted to double my income. I'm here to tell you it's not happening. Welcome to Real You, Real Money, the podcast that will inspire you to love all of who you are and love making big money all at the same time. I'm Ray Dodd, your host and resident money coach, and week in, week out, I'm here to remind you that your feelings and experiences of money have nothing to do with who you are and everything to do with who you've been told you have to be. This podcast is all about powerful conversations that will support you in building a business that reflects who you actually are. This is not a one-size-fits-all style podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates the individual you are and more than that, believes your uniqueness is the key to you making the sort of money you truly want to. Thank you for being here. Let's do this thing. Welcome to another episode of Real You, Real Money. Today's one, if you told me a year ago I was going to talk about this and I wasn't going to feel really vulnerable and all of those things, I would never have believed you. But actually, it really feels good to be sharing what I'm going to share with you today. It doesn't feel sticky and vulnerable at all. So some of you would have been around last year and um, I was talking about how in 2023 I wanted to double my income now I'm here to tell you it's not happening unless I literally make double my income (laughs) in December as in the same again I'm not going to double my income this year and we was it was one of the things that we talked about a lot in plenty. A number of people in plenty have doubled their income. That's been amazing to see. And a number of people haven't. And going into it, I knew that this was not like a, a guarantee thing. It was a like, let's take this thought experiment and see what happens. And actually, it came from the fact that I love to ask clients that sort of question. It can be it's really easy basically to up goals in a very safe way. And that can be very useful, by the way. You don't always have to be stretching and stretching and stretching. But if you want to kick up the mindset stuff, if you want to know what's really going on in your head and you want to know what the re- your real feelings around money are, do something like do a thought experiment that involves you upping your income by what feels to you like a ridiculous amount. So double it, treble it like quadruple it whatever it is and see what comes up what does your brain tell you what does your brain try and protect you from in that moment and so that was part of the point but I very seriously wanted to double my income in 2023 and it was like I started off I think I'm pretty sure like it feels doesn't isn't it weird when you look back on a year and you think gosh all of that happened in a year but I'm pretty sure that I made a plan for that that plan was gotten rid of a while ago. Now, I am also aware that I did all of that, as talked about in the last episode and a number of other episodes. I did all of that knowing that my dad had just been diagnosed with terminal cancer and not really knowing how that was going to play out. And it wasn't that I didn't take that in as a factor. I absolutely did. But I just sort of thought, well, let's just see. Let's just see. And I, I happened to listen to a few podcasts where people were talking about having very tumultuous years in their personal life and their business being a real shelter from that and a and a place that they could get away from those feelings and just be. And that's certainly how I 
hoped my business would be and I think actually how it has been this year it's been really lovely to have somewhere that isn't to do with that and gets to be different and I just thought you know what what a story that would be if I doubled my income despite what's been going on and it wasn't what happened and I'm totally okay with that I'm totally okay with that and I hope that whether you're in plenty or whether you're elsewhere and you're somebody that who wanted to hit a certain money goal whether it was to double your income or whatever it was and you're looking at your numbers as we approach the end of 2023 and thinking I haven't done that I really want to encourage you to just let that be what it is just let it be what it is it's not it's just information it's just information and hopefully this episode is really going to talk you through why it's not a big deal. Okay, I want to run through a couple of mistakes I've made in my business over the whole of the business, actually, that have that I have only really grasped, not felt the impact of, I've been feeling the impact of them for a long time. But I've only really been able to see them this year. I started the year off with, with big plans I'm a big plans kind of person and I'd say big go big or go home but I really like being at home so it's much more just like I don't know I just get excited by pushing what other people think is possible for me and what I think is possible for me I find that enjoyable I like feeling I don't know like I like feeling like the underdog in a way that can be really negative in that sometimes I try and subconsciously keep myself in an underdog position but I do like to make a big, hairy, scary goal. By the way, my goal for 2024 will remain the same. This is one of the things I want you all to know about money goals. What I see is people making them, not hitting them, and knitting that to themselves as further evidence of their shitness. And in reality, what we do with goals is we set them, and then we go, huh, I didn't hit that. What am I going to do differently next time? What am I going to do differently next time? And I can tell you now, there's one goal I've had, one money goal I've had for years, years, possibly five years. And I've hit it, but I've never consistently kept it up. And the goal is for it to be consistent. And do I feel shame around it? Maybe a touch, but not really. What I think is I'm yet to figure that out. I'm yet to figure out what that looks like for me. And that's okay. I've always had a looser relationship with goals in terms of I don't, for whatever reason, and this is not a boastful thing, you know, some things we we just naturally do. And then there'll be many things that you do with ease that I do not. Many things. But for whatever reason, I've always been okay with, you know, holding my goals relatively loosely. But this one, Yeah, I haven't hit it consistently. I've repeatedly hit it, but I haven't made it like my, it's a monthly goal. It hasn't become like my monthly amount that I make. And so in 2024, I will be entering that year with the clearest plan, the clearest plan I'm going to say I've ever had for my business. One of the downsides, many, many of you have heard me talk about the fact that my business made a lot of money quickly. I made 94K my first year. I made, I think it was 110 the next year and 140 the following year. But I might be getting some of those years muddled up. I think that's right. And um, 
one of the downsides of that is that I just I'm really obsessed with so it's a, a British football player called Micah Richards that some of you might know of and if you aren't on the Micah Richards algorithm <laughs> on Instagram or TikTok can I just suggest you get on it because he is just such a he brings out such brilliant stuff in in other footballers. This is really random. So for any Americans, I'm talking about so- what you would describe as soccer. And basically, the reason I'm mentioning Micah Richards, and if any of you are on the Micah Richards algorithm, maybe it's just me. Let me know because I just, I just, he he makes me laugh so much. He just seems like he just seems so lovely. He's always talking about how he burst onto the scene. <laughs> And so I was about to say, when uh, it felt like I burst onto the scene, Micah Richards style, when I started my business. But a lot of it really was, I don't want to say it was a fluke because I was doing certain stuff, but it was a surprise to me that it worked. It wasn't this, ah, here's my like strategy. And actually, maybe with a different mindset, I would have called it a strategy. Maybe it's semantics, but it didn't feel like one to me. I wanted to, my whole aim, my whole thing, when I first started my business, and I still, I'm going to relaunch, sell that thing, possibly opening the doors in December, possibly in January for people to join. But my whole thing was, does this help people get to know me? All of my marketing was processed through this lens of, does this help people get to know me? And it worked amazingly. And I guess in retrospect, that is a strategy. It's a kind of strategy. But I didn't think about it that way. To The way that I read the situation, the way I experienced the situation, it felt a bit like a fluke. It felt a bit like I chucked some stuff out there and it had really landed. And then, you know, it's not a fluke because I repeated it every year. I've earned more than I earned that year. I haven't. My income hasn't always gone up. It hasn't surpassed certain amounts which I would is what I'm working on but I've always stayed in that six figure early six figures hundred between a hundred thousand and two hundred thousand within the business it, it did feel like there wasn't a strategy there and I think that sense of feeling like and this was more as I as um I progressed on I'm talking more about the first and second year um of my business I don't think I gave myself enough credit for what had happened And I was going to get to this point later, but let's whack it in now. And what I will say is in the coaching industry, I think maybe this is lessened. Maybe I've stopped hanging around in these spaces. I suspect it's the latter. There was a sense of like you got a general coach, you you signed up to a program and it kind of told you like a number of different things to do in your business. And that is a very different approach to the one I'm taking now. And I'm going to talk more about that as we go on. So, like I said, I set out to double my income this year. That is not happening. But what I do have, and this is something I always think when we decide that we want to have something happen in our business, when we decide that we want to hit a different goal, when we decide that we want to, for instance, if you decide you want to be a public speaker, if you decide you're ready to hit a different income level, if you decide that you want to be your, the perception of you and your business to shift in your industry, if when you're ready simply to take up more space, when we acknowledge that, when we claim that, when we really put the, a mark in the sand and we're like, this is what's happening, 
this year, this month, whenever it is. First of all, we do not know what we do not know. Second of all, we don't know what it's going to take, what we're going to need to go through to get to where we're going. So I might say I'm ready to take up more space without understanding the parts of my self-concept, which is simply your beliefs and ideas about yourself. What ideas and beliefs about myself need to be addressed? What do I need to really look at in myself? What beliefs do I need to hold for myself? What do I need to trust? What levels of me, like what parts of me are no longer serving me or not sort of parts of me, but maybe what beliefs about myself and about the outside world are no longer serving me and need to be updated. Now, sometimes you'll do that in a year and sometimes you won't. And for me, there have been two very profound realizations this year that are allowing me to I believe, at least get very close, get much closer to doubling my income in 2024. I know that regardless of whether or not I hit that in 2024, I will be building the business that will hit that. And one of the problems when we attach too much meaning to whether or not we hit the goal, when we take that too personally, if it doesn't happen, one of the big issues with that is that we end up just chucking out the year's lessons. We end up not taking into account what we need to take into account. We end up losing so much of what we could have gained in those months. And so I start off, I'm starting off 2024 with a clear plan of what my business will look like, with a clear list of investments I will be making across the year to support where my business is going. And the reason I mentioned about those programs that are very much like launch this, do this, do that, is that, you know, so one of the things that I really like hold as advice, and I can't remember who said this, maybe it was my husband, but (laughs) if I'm going to buy something, we always talk about how it's best to buy a one use thing. So you'll remember back in the day, you used to get a CD player with a tape player and a radio player all combined. Now, generally, you're going to get much better quality of something if you buy separates. If you buy a hi-fi with each part of those is a separate part of the whole. So, you know, you're buying a record player. Then you're buying, at the time, you needed a tape player and a CD player and an amp. And it's a much, like similarly if um, you're buying a record player with speakers built into it, you're not going to get as good a record player. And I think that is the case. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with some generalized business coaching. My issue is the programs that say things like, you'll never need another marketing program. You'll never need another blah, 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 blah. Like we want to be focusing, and this has been very much my strategy. And this is not me saying like, there's going to be, I'm not saying I'll never invest in another more generalized one. I would invest in something like a mastermind. Absolutely. I don't know that I'd invest in in something that is more widespread. So I'm thinking of things like, you know, get your business to seven figures, launch an evergreen business model. There we go. And so those sorts of ones which take into account so many moving parts. 
I let's say I don't think they work for me. That's what I'm going to say. So I have this super clear plan, step by step, one foot in front of the other. But I've only been able to see that plan since I had two revelations. The first revelation was in the moment, not that major. I realized that I've talked a lot about my struggles with consistency. And I realized way early this year, because this plan's been formulated for quite a while. It's probably about five months, six months now. This plan's been taking hold, taking place, forming. So I realized early in the year, I've been so focused for so much of my business on being consistent in my social media, believing that any issues around money were like any income issues were because I wasn't consistent enough. And then if I could just fix that issue, that everything would sort itself out. I spent so much time, effort, and I'll be honest, shame, trying to be more consistent, trying to navigate, halt, suppress the way my energy ebbs and flows, the way my inspiration ebbs and flows. I have clients and I have friends who, <laughs> who I will say to as one client, and if she's listening, she might realize it's her really, like I could not relate at all. I said to her, what do you do when your inspiration for social media goes? And she goes, like, she looks at me like I was an alien. She's like, well, that's never happened. And she's been in business for years. I was like, oh, what about when you don't want to consistent, don't want to post consistently? that's never happened oh okay (laughs) because it happens to me all the time now I'm sure there's things that don't happen to me that do happen to her in fact I think I can think of some but it's just interesting how people are different and I know there are some people where that doesn't happen for them and I was determined to become one of those people not like consciously I think if I'd thought it consciously I'd have gone oh that's ridiculous that's not going to happen But I just thought that I could sort that out somehow. So that obsession, that focus on always trying to fix a part of me that I am now wholly convinced, not only does it not need to be fixed, it isn't fixable, stopped me from building a business around who I actually am. I kept trying to fix, and and some of you will be hearing like, Ray, don't you talk about this? Yes, yes, I do. I talk about exactly this, but you can't see what you can't see. And I hadn't seen this part. I hadn't seen where I was not allowing myself to be the person I am. And the person I am is not somebody that is always switched on. I go through periods of just lacking inspiration, lacking it's very I think it's inspiration is a lot of it and lower energy as well and so this revelation this realization that my focusing on that has meant that's been one of the only problems I've ever tried to overcome in my business in the last I'm not sure exactly four years five years maybe a relentless focus. God, it does feel quite vulnerable acknowledging how long that went unspotted for. I think without the pandemic, 
and without some of the stuff that's gone in my personal life I might have noticed it sooner but the pandemic certainly has has thrown a good two-year spanner in the works of my business and if you haven't heard me talk about that much go and listen to my episode with Lucy Sheridan where I talk about that some more so noticing that suddenly freed me up to be like what do I need what does my business need if I'm not just focused on trying to be consistent with my with my marketing output what does my business need and I noticed that like that some of you do this with money some of you are so focused on your business only being legit once you're making money that that's the only problem you try and solve and let me tell you the issue you have with making hitting your goals is not really a money issue it might be a money mindset issue it might be a strategy issue but i see so many people not letting themselves move into certain aspects of their business until they feel like it's legitimized by their income. And where to put that really plainly, what that can look like is, for example, not showing up on social media in their marketing, not necessarily in a consistent way, but in an embodied way. So they're saying things like, well, I can't post every day. I'll lose all my followers or people will unsubscribe. I can't email too often. I'll lose, I'll lose, um, I'll, people will unsubscribe because they see each of those people as a potential investment in their business and the numbers need to stack up in order for them to make the money they want to make. But really the reason people aren't investing in your work, the reason you're not making the money you want to make is because you're not showing up as the embodied version of yourself. But while you'll only let yourself do that when you have the proof of your earnings, you can see the cycle you're going to get yourself in. And that's what I'd been doing with social media. And so I see that frequently with people, frequently, where they are not giving them, they are not showing up in the way that their highest earning self does or their higher earning self does. And so they're not making the money, but they're blaming all of their shortcomings for that or or they're blaming external things like cost of living crisis or the economy generally or people not wanting what they do or them not being likable enough. And they're missing what they the next step in their business that's actually going to gain them clarity because I could rewind right back and tell you about tiny steps I made tiny steps that let me see what was going on that opened the doors for me to have this bigger strategy and I also want to say like for a couple of years there the future of my business was like a dark room so me having this plan is no small feat this is something that absolutely generally comes very naturally to me, actually. I work so much better when I'm moving towards something. And at no point was I unsure about being a money coach. At no point was I unsure about being a coach. At no point did I feel like, well, I had a sense that I would figure this out and I feared I wouldn't as well. Maybe some of you will relate to that. Like, kind of absolute certainty on one aspect, but also fear that it won't happen. But 
It was never about, I don't think I'm in the right industry. I should go and work somewhere else. None of that. It was just like, I really don't know what's next. I really don't know how this looks. I knew it involved plenty. I know it involves a book. But but it just felt dark. And then I think what happened was I noticed that thing about social media early. And I think I started to look around for or my consistency around social media and marketing. I think I started to look around for what else was needed. I noticed that I was in quite a frenetic space. I noticed, I remember I worked with a coach, an amazing coach who I really adore, um, whose whole thing is about getting you in alignment with who you are. And I remember saying to her, because we talked a lot about being in an emergency response in your nervous system. And I remember saying to her, I don't think I've, I know what it's like to have a calm nervous system. I don't think I've ever had that. And I do think I'm someone who's born with a certain sensitivity to things. I think that other people with my upbringing would have a calm nervous system about it, maybe. But I did not. And being a child of the 80s and 90s, and I know previously and afterwards, I wasn't allowed to, that wasn't prioritized for me. Uh, there, there wasn't space made for that. It wasn't something my parents even had language for. You know, I didn't have language for it until probably five years ago, if that. And so as I started to step into this calm and nervous system, the other thing that happened is, whereas, you know, you hear people say, you need to let your business be boring. Have you ever heard people say that? Oh, used to make me gag. I, because my belief was, and, and discovering about ADHD just made this stronger, actually. I'm not going to do it if it's boring. I am not going to do it if it's boring. I won't show up. It's not going to happen. I can't have a boring business. It will kill my business. And as I healed my nervous system, which was particularly... The process of that was really solidified is the word I'm looking for. When I went to Italy, some of you remember I went on a retreat in Italy with my coach, the coach I was just talking about, Amanda. And when I did that, unbeknownst to me, because I then got home and a month later, my dad died. And I honestly felt like, oh, God, everything's been unraveled. Like, what am I going to do? But it wasn't. It was lasting work that's come back round. And now that I would say for the first time in my life, I'm significantly out of that emergency response. I'm able to create the boring business that my money-making needs, that I need, that my family needs. I'm not keeping myself in that emergency response. And I'm going to get somebody, I'm not going to say who, but I'm going to get somebody on the podcast to talk about this in depth. But it's really, really interesting to see yourself go from being in that frantic space. And it didn't always feel frantic because I was so used to it. But my money-making works when I'm 
hyped up on energy and I'm doing it and blah, blah, blah. And my, I, you know, I've got my money making to a point where, you know, it, for many people, it would be like, but Ray, you're still making X, like really good money. And that's true. I am still making good money. There's no question about that. But what I wasn't getting it to is the point I wanted it to be at. And, and like, I'm talking like it's done because it feels done to me now, which is interesting. Very interesting from a money mindset perspective. But I, I just, just know, I just know that taking the steps rather than going, what about this? What about that? What about this? Could I try this? What's going to happen here? How can I do that? Like that does not lead you to sustainable income and it will only get you so far. And what's super interesting as a money mindset coach is to watch how different the number people can get to in that more frantic space. Some people, it's barely any money at all. Some people, it's early six figures, mid six figures. Some people, it's like getting up to seven figures before this stuff kicks in for them. It's fascinating, that aspect of it. So yeah, the two mistakes I made were focusing too much on one thing. Telling myself, like, and focusing too much on what I perceived to be wrong with me and telling myself that had to be fixed before the next step. putting all of my eggs in that basket as if that was the one thing and I will say like I think there's a lot of messaging that comes from the online business space that says that's true that says it's all about that and one of the things I've observed is that it's absolutely not there are the things some of the things that I'll be implementing are funnels and Facebook ads and things that run in the background so that I don't always have to be showing up on the front end but I think I absorbed a lot of that and saw that as the only way. And so these things now, as I put in different things, like I'm focusing more on things like SEO, I'm looking at my marketing, but I've got a very slow and steady plan. I was talking to one of my business buddies on Voxer last week, sorry. And was like, yeah, so then that will happen in 2025. And we were both just laughing because like, who am I to have plans for 2025 already? absolute a second half of 2025 like well my focus will be here for that part of 2025 and then and it's just like I don't know who I am I don't know who I am but it feels really good to be her (laughs) so so many of us and I'll say us what we're doing is we are focusing so much on sorting out everything When you focus on making money as being the thing and you don't look at the components that make the money, you actually give yourself, you put yourself under way too much pressure and you put your business under too much pressure. There are so many aspects of things that make money, so many different things. And there are so many different things that work for so many different people. And so when you want to hit a goal, what I want to encourage you to do is just take a step back and ask your self what does my business need what is the first step that my business needs from me and one of the ways that we do that cleanly because I knew that I've known that for ages but what we do one of the ways we do it cleanly is we figure out we do the work of on our money mindset 
on our social conditioning, on our understanding of what it means to be a wealthy person, what it means to make money in your business, what that could mean about us. We do the work to free ourselves from the social conditioning we've received that tells us that it is not okay to make money for people like us, that it is greedy to make money, that it is somehow unkind, that we're adding badness into the world, or that just people like you can't do it, all of those different things. We we unravel ourselves, we untangle ourselves from that so that we can see who we actually are in our businesses. One of the biggest issues is in money making within businesses is people mistaking the personal for business and the business for personal. So making it mean something about you when things don't happen. That will keep you broke. That will keep you not meeting your goals. That will stop your business from flourishing and supporting you in the way that it longs to support you. So when we make it about, for example, once I sort out the money bit, then I'm a proper business. Can I just hold you by the shoulders, look into your eyes and tell you right now, your business is legit. Your business is legit now. Don't wait for the money to be at whatever arbitrary amount you've decided it needs to be at before it's legit in your brain, in your mind, in the way you show up. You act like it's a legit business now because it is. And that's how you build a money-making business. You ask yourself, what needs addressing here? Where do I need support? Where is it a matter of me doing work on my own? What do I need? And you layer that stuff in bit by bit. And sure, maybe it's going to take you till 2026. That's where I'm at. Can't wait to hear what my business is like in 2026. I cannot wait. And that would have scared me in 2022 to say that because I would have been like, I don't have time. And now I feel like I am living so much more firmly in I have plenty of time. It's almost like there's a reason I named my course that. Money is a symptom in your business. It's not the cause of things. Even when you're like, yeah, but I haven't got money to invest. Yes, but there's other things that are causing that issue than the money itself. It's The issue is why is that money not coming in? What needs addressing? When all of your focus is on where you're doing it wrong, you're not letting stuff count. And your poor subconscious brain does not want to be in your business. <laughs> it's just like, man, show up for work every day. And I get beaten up for not being good enough. I don't really want to be here. And money is like, I try and support her. I try and support them every day. And I'm beaten up. I'm lambasted for not being good enough, for not being enough. I don't really want to be here. But can I encourage you to make a boring one foot in front of the other plan? Ask yourself, what's my focus? Pick one or two focuses for 2024 and I may do some more content on this who knows but if not this is my get your get your shit together for 2024 podcast episode deal with each issue at a time and break it down as much as you can don't forget about things like messaging don't forget my god I mean here I am money mindset coach for the love of all things good and holy please don't forget about money mindset 
please don't think you can just skirt past that and it'll all get healed by you just making more money. So easy. It's so easy to think, well, I do have these feelings about money. I do feel weird about it. I do struggle to feel calm around money. I do struggle to know to make big goals. I'm struggling to price my work at ways that actually support me. But but I'll feel better about that once I'm making more money. And we think if we just keep pushing, we'll make more money and then all of that will go away. And let me tell you, it won't. It won't. It will just show up in a different way. Because it's not about the money. It was never about the money. It's about what you've been conditioned to believe. It's about what your experience tells you. It's about what your, the stories and beliefs you hold about yourself and others tell you about money. And those will stay. Money does not sort those out. You do. So that might be your first step. It might be that you need to look at selling so that you can sell joyfully and freely without feeling sticky and icky about it. So deal with each issue at a time. Make that boring plan. And one of the things I wrote down here that almost made me cry as I wrote it was I trust the timing of my life and my business. And I wasn't writing an affirmation. It was a point I wanted to make in the podcast because I started off talking about our goals. I started off talking about what happens when we don't hit goals. And some of you are going to be in that place. And if you're not in that place this year, you'll be in that place in another month, in another year. It's really normal. I know the online coaching space particularly makes out like it's growth on growth on growth. It isn't. It isn't. We get stuck. We we go our earnings go down. They go up. They go down like it's that's all incredibly normal part of running a business. This smoke and mirrors of Instagram sometimes like like I don't think in businesses outside of Instagram where it's less about appearances that that idea exists so much. It's much more normalized and it's so damaging that it's not normalized in this part of the world, in this part of the internet. So I really want to encourage you to trust when it comes to your business, trust the timing of your business. Trust that if you, at the beginning of 2022, were calling in more money and you're sat in a place now where that's not happened, that like, what if no mistakes were made there by you, by others? What if, what if? This year has taught you, if you're willing to listen, exactly what you needed to know. Like, what if that was the case? Can you look at it and be like, huh, here's what I missed this year. And rather than going, oh, my God, I missed it. I'm such a knob. I'm terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Instead, huh, I missed that. Let me implement that for 2024. How also, as an aside, how is it 2024? I don't understand because I turned 18 in the year 2000 and I'm only 24 now. <laughs> so I don't know how it can be 2024 when I'm only 2024 and I was 18 in the year 2000. I just, I can't with the passing of time. So no, I didn't double my income in 2023, but that is 100% okay. And actually... I got something far more valuable. And I am so excited to see what that business has got in store for 2024. Before you go, I also wanted to talk to you all about an offer I've got on at the moment for, I've got two spaces for my intensive days. So these are full days with me from 10 till three on Zoom. Although let me know if you want to do one in person and you're 
London Kent areas, we can sometimes do that. But these are full days. And my theme for them, although I'm still working on it, full transparency, is really about clearing the path for 2024. So like I said, often we get so jumbled up in what is and isn't ours. We take on parts of things that have gone on, beliefs, conditioning, all of that stuff. And we unknowingly let that jumble into our plans, into our strategies, into our thoughts for not just the coming year, the coming day, week or month. And what I would love to do with two of you, that's all the spaces I've got with two of you is to really clear that for 2024 so that you can move forward with that clarity and that cleanness, if that makes sense, like that clean, like, ah, I need to do this. So you get that day with me, you get to fill out a very juicy questionnaire beforehand so that we absolutely hit the ground running. You can choose the day. Some people choose to split it across two days. That's also fine. And then you get a week's worth of Voxer support. So if you're looking to make a plan for 2024, if you're looking to clear the decks to clean up your money mindset for 2024, because you know that is your year, that's going to be a big leap forward in your business, then pop to the link below and you can book yourself on one of my intensive days. I would love to get to know you and your business in that way. All right. Thank you for being here. I'll speak to you very soon.